decided to get the wires. They were working on things. Just stop. I was working on the notes. Exactly. Do I hit record now? Yeah, sure. Am I, am I, I co-hosting? Cool. I didn't do the share button, but we'll get there. We need it. Hello, we everyone. Do need Good evening. Share Welcome button. to. My volume's not high enough, is it? No. We're going to start over again. No, no it's fine. Okay. Welcome to Everyone Racers, the show designed for the world of low dollar racing and oddball car culture. It doesn't matter what kind of Lemma Champ or Lucky Track Dog League you run, SCC or NASA, we won't discriminate as long as you drive it hard and built it yourself. And join us each week for tech discussions, tips, tricks, news and notes in the world of amateur endurance racing and whether it's on the spot, hella sweet, or we're lucky enough and Chrissy gives us just the tip. We are sure you'll giggle a little and learn even less. Everyone report to the paddock. This is Chris. This is Chrissy. I'm Jeff. And I'm mental. And we are everyone. <laughs> Thanks for listening to a Mustang episode of our podcast. It's episode 233. Stay with me on this one, okay? We're recording on March 9th. And on this day in 1964, the, for, uh, the first Mustang, serial number one, was built. It was sold on April 14th, 1964 at the George Parsons Ford dealership in St. John's, Newfoundland, Canada, Connecticut, Connecticut, where these scrappy are Fuji's. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. like, I'm always called it Canada. Uh, the official introduction was uh, actually on April 17th at the 1964 World's Fair. So if your name is Sally and you better go slow your, uh, better slow your Mustang down, or even if it's not, Get your bingo card out. Never know what's going to come up today. I think we might have some things that we might talk about that might be on a bingo card. So get it out. I, I know Chrissy didn't write that because she has no idea who Mustang Sally is. I've heard of it, but I wouldn't no. have written it. Just that's it. Yes. Okay. Who's starting? What you working on? Me? Yes. Uh, Please. Sure. Uh, we had we had cold, but no wet. So we got the trailer out. My brother came over. We had one day we we uh, got to unearth the trailer from the side yard. We installed the Harbor Freight winch that I have owned for over a year, and we unloaded all of the parts and moved all the Z parts that have just cluttering every single corner of my life. And we loaded the Z into the trailer. On and on. Yay. And Sometime next week, we will be taking it to the body shop. We don't have a specific day appointment yet, but uh, yeah, that's exciting. It's it's like motion. That's exciting. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I, mean, I don't know if it's that exciting it's, yet. It's motion. Uh, motion when, is good. When is we this, have an is this agreement. For, is this for assessment or to cut the frame rails off? And... Uh, assessment, and that is okay. the problem. We need to get, they. The, no one will say, yes, I will do it until it's they're touching it and can say it. So uh yeah so we just got to figure out which day we're taking it but next week is spring break for me so although i have to go to work i can peace out like any day i could be like <coughs> not coming in so you suckers uh so yeah so that's it um i did have to go in this week because it was been a very busy week and i was driving in and i clipped an apex and all of a sudden the veloster got real flumpity flumpity and all of a sudden, the whole dashboard started telling me, "You have zero tire pressure." Yeah, I. Uh, why does Why does your car sound like uh, Marge Simpson? <laughs> oh, that, well, that was my interpretation of reading it. So I. Sound like um, it, yeah, I bent a wheel like nobody's freaking business in a pothole on my campus. Uh, 
it was terrible. The there is no spare tire in a Veloster N. Uh, it gives you a pump and a can of Flix a flat, and none of that. No, no jack, no nothing. So it's not like so. I not like I'd call my wife and be like, "Hey, just get one of the wheels." No, it would be like, "Get the wheel, get a jack, get the gun, get the ever." So I was just like, "Forget it." I got it towed home with AAA, which was a pain in the ass. Uh, and I, I put the summers on it. So today it was 36, seven degrees and wet. And I was sliding all over the fricking place on my summers. So there's that hashtag Wakeman problems. Off your bingo card. <laughs> right. You might be able to uh, I think if I, somebody gets a flat actually might be a bingo card too. Oh, Oh my boy. Uh, mental. What are you working on while I put up the pull up the picture of the very bent wheel and show it to the planet. And then everyone can make fun of me. Don't, don't put it on your computer. Don't hold it up. Cause you, you wave it around. Too much. <laughs> but it's only, no, it's only no, on my no. phone. Wait, I got no, it it to the drive. It's on the Facebook. It oh, totally is on the Facebook. Okay. I'll do that. Okay. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Go ahead. Mental. All right. Tell us what we were working Electrons. on. I finally got the windows tinted on the Mercedes uh, with the place. On oh, Vegas. it looks good. Isn't that it like does. required in Vegas? Like, don't they? It you really should go, be. Excuse uh, me, sir. Yeah. Why aren't your windows? Tinted? Yeah. Why can I see what you're doing? Get your finger out of your nose, loser. Uh, so I did the um, 5% on the rear section. And I, even though the guy said it's illegal to do limo tint the front windows, I'll totally do it. And I went, no, no, I get pulled over in that car enough. So we'll uh, go with the 15% up front. Uh, Vicky and I've been working on the front yard um, while also doing house stuff. It's, it's getting warmer here. So we redid our flower beds and I tore down the oh, old fence nice. behind the garage and I'm rebuilding a new one and the house is being remodeled next door. Put up a fence between our yards, so I tore down my sketchy one because now I don't have to build a new one. There's this oh. way than what I was going to do. Uh, <clears throat> the uh, jerk that uh, bought my Porsche, let me uh, bring this up real quick, uh, has completely and totally ghosted. You know, after bidding on it more than once, it isn't like his cat walked across the keyboard and decided he would bid on it. So, uh, Robert Terrence Mullane the third. Uh, who lives on 1425 Bridge Street in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Oh, oh. you're a jerk. A, a, what do they call that? A, can you tell everybody where they live? Uh, doxing. Yeah, doxing. I don't Thank care. You, he's, a, he's a tool bag. All right. There were other people that wanted that car. And now we've all got to wait like four days before I can go and offer it to the next bidder. So just seriously. And first off, I mean, there's an apartment number there. I wish I had seen it beforehand. I would have canceled this bid. Anyway, bad. Uh, I was uh, hey, on the. What was the bid? Because it was pretty, went pretty high, right? Twenty five, twenty seven hundred. Twenty five, yeah. Twenty five hundred. Way more yeah. than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Instead of getting paid and then giving that money to Corey for the Omega, now I got to deal with this crap. So, <clears throat> anyway, uh, also was on the uh, Rami show last Friday. Me, JP, and Rami tested out the new podcast studio in Container Park, beautiful downtown Las Vegas. So I'm learning. Uh, switcher ideally we'll move to that here and not too long from now and i was uh I, I recorded a couple episodes of lemon car spotting with eric this week so that was my productive nice thing. all right before fun. before we move on i will share the picture of the wheel you can barely tell right 
<laughs> I mean, how freaking fast were you going? Because I don't think I can make potholes. a dent. I couldn't make a dent that big with a sledgehammer and two good swings. I I was not moving at death speeds. I was because <laughs> it was in a turn. Like I I had I made a left and a right. I was in the middle of a chicane. But the hole was ginormous. It's you're so. you're on a college campus. There are no chicanes. Remember oh, we were is. talking about last week of don't hit the curbs with the ditches on the inside. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah you did yeah. that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So yep. what is your plan to repair? Said I, I, uh, I haven't decided yet. Uh, we, my, we gave you a suggestion. Is buy another wheel and tire from Tire Rack. That's, That's what I'm thinking thing. about doing. Is just because. Buy another one. By the time, first off, that tire is is destroyed now. It got driven on enough, flat enough that it's dead now. I can tell by looking at it. I used to work in a tire store. So uh, it's done. And that way you can take that wheel and go have that wheel straightened at the place not too far from me that does professional, like super professional quality work. And then you have a spare for the next time this happens. Well, there's nowhere to put the spare. Well, it's a hatch. It's, a, it's it better if it's in your house. Spare. It stays at your house. Yeah. And then if you need it, you can, yeah. you can call Jen and she'll call you an idiot and she'll bring you be very angry summer wheels to be a spare i don't know if i'll actually repair this one i think i would well no the problem becomes when in the future you break another one and then you can't buy them at tire anymore you're right you're right that that's one more to match yeah and you have to switch all of them and that's painful you know, or yes. find a one yes. random yeah orbit and pay a yeah. pay a bajillion yeah. dollars right yeah. ask us and, how and we this know is, this is like a borbit it's not even like a crappy wheel either like well you just hit it that hard stop I hitting did. the curbs on the inside the ditches on the inside of curbs yeah yeah it's not like we talked about it recently yeah, shame exactly. there's no show that's, that just that's tells you <laughs> no ditch hooking everybody uh yeah chris mm-hmm. Tell us what kind of cars you've been working on. Because uh, I've been working, working on, on the cars. Civic and wiring hell. Yep. Uh, you mean because... it's great. Yeah, well, and I, I am intrigued because when you say hell, you just got done getting an 84 Corvette roadworthy. Yeah, but that just required cleaning all the mouse residue out of it and taking the handfuls of goop out of the gas tank manually. Um, okay, this is... that's, that's some interesting <laughs> wiring in that one. The and then also un- undoing the <coughs> alarm and what else was the crap? And the Civic had an alarm. And, the the, the, the Corvette was easy, but okay. the Civic, the, the problem is the, the, I just told you guys about the conversion harness that all the wires were blue. Um, so then <laughs> that's the challenge. And then I also, I, I thought I had it done and then I, I ohmed out one wire or, or I, I test said, well, okay, this wire, I don't think I need this wire. I clipped it. I tried to pull it through the harness. It wasn't the right one. It wasn't what it's supposed to be, which requires me then. It was the then, blue one, dummy. Exactly. required me going through <laughs> the entire harness again in two different ways to make sure I had it right and then finding some other stuff. So anyway, at this point, I think I am one oxygen sensor wire and a battery away from the car being capable of starting, but I still need to do dash and gauges and stuff so I can see if the oil engine is going to blow up once I start it. So uh, things are still kind of out and about in case I need to fix them, but I am confident in the chassis to engine plug. Now I'm confident in what is in the other end of that plug where it connects to the other side of the car, the conversion (laughs) harness. And I'm confident in the car side connector to the ECU. Those are all the things that have to be done. So those are all done. Now, now I can put the shift cables in and put the dash back on and start working on the dash and gauge wiring. Do something different. 
Yes. Not just wiring. stare at these same bucket, same just massive things of wires that I've been staring at for a while. Diagram, but, computer, wire, diagram, yeah. computer, wire. Are, are you at wire. least doing this on your feet? Like you're not doing this like upside down. Not it's upside in, down. It's in the car. Yeah. Sitting in the car, like halfway. Or in, a, or... in the rolly chair next to it. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because sometimes when you're sitting in the car, you always get the spike in your ass. Oh, yeah. Like, there's always. no way not to get the spike in your yes. ass. Yes. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, it's not that way. And this is also the reason I wanted to do all this before the car was caged, because it's so much easier not climbing around a roll cage while you do all this. No, I get it. Mm -hmm. Install it oh, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Well, until, uh, so I'll just go, because that's the end of his, um, I, until there's something other than wiring to do in the car, I'm not working on the car. So I uh, washed and detailed my sister's car. I borrowed it to drive home uh, from my parents' house because they had two cars there and I decided it could use a wash and she has two small children. So I decided she was not going to do it. So I did it. And Sunday was a beautiful day out. So I washed and uh, I have a problem with, in, uh, with cleaning interiors. I start and then I really can't stop because I'm like, well, okay, we just, you might as well just get the, the bucket and wash out and, you know, do all the, the surfaces down and, oh, but then I might as well just clean everything. Like I have to move everything out of the trunk to, to vacuum. So I might as well just clean. So I cleaned it a lot. Um, that's great. Seth, so check off, check was. off. Totally not surprised. On I know. Your bingo card <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't scrub anything in my car, but you definitely like took at least three trips to the trash can. Yeah. Yes. And, um, I did that to her car, but I didn't make a dent. No, I did. I did make a dent every time I'm in, uh, uh, Jeff's car. I, I take the trash out anyway. Um, and then the Mark didn't need it much, but I was, it was nice out and we could have used some, um, we did get the Merc washed after one of the storms that we drove in and the automatic washes never do a good job, uh, especially with the patch. So I washed it. So it was lovely. Um, it was yeah. rainy here on Sunday. You had a nice Sunday. It was not rain in the morning, but then it was like sunny and nice and 72 degrees. And oh, had a tank top totally on. It was lovely. That. Yeah. No. We're, yep. we're only like 90 minutes away for people who don't know. So yeah. different enough that we had different rain. Yeah, seriously. Did you get, did, it was because it was clear skies and 72 here on Sunday too, Jeff. What kind of a dark <laughs> yeah, hole from, are you from, living from in? Redding, Pennsylvania, all the way to Vegas. <laughs> did you get snow today? Same weather. Uh, very, very cold, wet, no oh. snow. We got, we got snow. Yeah, that's snow why for a while. Sliding all over the place. Mm -hmm. 36 and rainy is worse than snow. I would sure. I mean, no, it was then it rained, then it snowed, then it oh, was icy. Yes, we had it. We had it all, but we did get a lot of this. Hey, you know what's not disgusting? News and notes. Oh, very, oh good job. <laughs> you beat me to it. I was News told I'm not notes. allowed to yell. So I, that's fun. When you yell, sometimes when you go so far away from the mic, the audio actually drops off. I it can does. still hear you in the house. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can hear it. I listen to the show. Okay. It's I think, kind I of think, funny. Well, I think it, it just echoes through just my go. mic only. And news that's it. and notes. We're going to have news and notes now. On the delicious dish. Yes. <laughs> hey, you know what? We love Radwood. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've yeah. had Brad, we've had Bradley on here several times talking about it in the past, and we've been, and we're going to go again to Philly in May, right? So uh, seems Haggerty agrees. Breaking news from David Wiles at GRM today: Radwood is now part of the Haggerty Empire, which includes Motorsports.Reg, Concourse of Lemons. Con Haggerty owns Concourse of Lemons. Yeah, they, they they don't own it, but they uh, they do partner with them. To okay, do it. all no, right. I think they own it. I think well, it's new. They just purchased it not too long ago. I thought they were just partnering with these for the um, 
Concours to Amelia. And that, I, I yeah. think it is. Right. I think they own That's, Amelia. I think yeah. Lemon still owns Concours to Lemons. I think yeah. Alan, Alan's not giving that up. Right. That's exactly. How he, that's how he get. That's how he backdoors into all the good car shows. Right. Exactly. Anyway, Haggerty buys a lot of stuff. They're buying everything. Um, Gen Xers and millennials are drawn to the cars and culture of their childhood, and they represent the majority of our new members. End quote. Mike McKeel Haggerty, CEO of Haggerty, said in a release created in 2017 and quickly growing to 10 events. The next Radwood is April 23rd at Coda in Austin, Texas. Quote, as a lifestyle brand that celebrates automotive culture, we are beyond stoked to join the Haggerty team. End quote, said Art Cervantes, co-founder and CEO of Radwood. Naturally, we reached out to Brad he said, quote, I think Haggerty will more or less keep the Radwood spirit alive, end quote. He added a few of the original team are staying aboard to do the shows full time. Quote, there's only so much a team of five people can do. So Haggerty will help lots with great connections and lots of great personnel. All right, Mental, you know people at Haggerty, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're now on their we're now on their mailing list. Yes. And I, 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 re- I reached out. Uh, I know their writer. We, 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 it's not just me. I we know. know their writers and we know uh, some of their folks. Uh, but that's a it's a different department. Um, right. So I, uh, I I I got on I, I got a hold of somebody from their PR department. They didn't get back to us yet. Okay, because Brad said we could do a show from Philly, so we got to get in there. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, now and knowing that they're keeping like those original team alive, yeah, you know, yeah, you probably like reaching out, and go, hey, brah. Yeah, I mean, Art knows us everything. Oh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. next story. Sorry, we know we're not too deep. Okay. Uh, Seven years after its passing, the NHTSA has finalized a regulation to implement the SEMA-led Low-Volume Motor Vehicle Manufacturers Act. This allows replica car businesses to produce and sell turnkey vehicles. These vehicles are required to meet current model year emission standards, but customers can now have a kit or company-built replica of a classic. The makers have to register but are limited to 325 models per year. That is a major step in the coach built style automobiles, especially as we see more and more skateboard or generic eclectic platforms. More can be found at SEMA.org. Link in our notes. Now, I, I wrote that story and you enunciated everything of that, and I couldn't do it after like writing it almost <laughs> a week ago. So, yeah, because that was all like the, the initial press release was all legally. Sorry. So moving on in a world of bad news, Patrick George has a a good take over at the drive. Now we're all feeling the pain at the pump and a ban on Russian oil implemented today, even though it's only 8% of our total imports is going to make things work worse rather. Now, George points out, quote, normally big upticks in gas prices means moves to hybrids, smaller cars, and even EVs, but this is not a normal year End quote. He also mentions there's just not a lot of options right now on dealer lots, confounded by the fact that automakers, a lot of them killed off their smaller car lines. We covered Ford doing exactly that four years ago. The fest, that Festiva manufacturing line ain't firing back up, folks. We're Americans, and so we like our car big cars big now instead of back to small and sometimes bad cars patrick predicts this is going to be a push for adding hybrid power to existing crossover trucks and models and he is not alone 
Carla Bello, president of the Center of Automotive Research, told the news they will try as quickly as possible to make sure all of their SUVs, their crossovers have hybrid availability and then price those properly for the average consumer. Now, I don't know if I believe that price properly for the average consumer with car loans now being extended to 72 and 84 months. But crises, particularly fuel crises, have resulted in great technology advances in the automotive space. I will say, though, in the meantime, if you can't afford 12 miles per gallon at or 12 miles per gallon when it was 350 a gallon, you can't afford it at 450 a gallon. So having said that, I uh, pulled out one of my motorcycles and started working on it this weekend because it's getting a little pricey here as well. We're sneaking up on five bucks for 91. No, I, uh, I definitely have rode a lot more in the eco mode than in end mode recently. So I, I'm not as aggressive about turning into sport mode as I, <laughs> I have been. In the we past. just don't drive. Oh, shoot. We're yeah. going to start driving. Oh, no. You guys start commuting. I'm sorry. Yep. Both of us out next week. Well, luckily, you still got plates on the Mazda three. So, yeah. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Also, <laughs> it's not here, but even then. Oh, no. man. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Rivian pissed off all of their customer base about uh, six, seven days ago by uh, changing all the prices on their entire product line. They added a couple of vehicles, by the way, that just don't have the pickup truck anymore. So you can check that out. But all the prices went up about 20% on everything, every vehicle, every part of the vehicle, every package, every everything. And then they said, oh, yeah, if you haven't received your truck yet. These prices are the new prices, even if you had a deposit. Oh. Uh, the flame war got insane. People got pissed off. Everybody screamed. A bunch of people canceled their order. And three days later, the CEO put out on Twitter, oh, oh, sorry, we didn't mean that. If you had an order process prior to the March 1st announcement, you would be on the old pricing model, while any new orders would face the increases. Uh, they're even allowing those people who canceled in rage to reinstate their orders at the lower <laughs> pricing. So good for you, Rivian, because your market is small. Don't rage cancel. Don't piss off the ones you already have. <laughs> Rage cancer. On a, uh, a, a Slack chat that I'm in, somebody said they spotted one of those on the road the other day down in Texas. I have not seen one yet, but I'm excited. Mm -hmm. Wow. Hey, you know what else excites me? Yes. Racing Junk. What? Racing Junk is sponsoring. I'm so excited for this. I actually am. Uh, the A March Madness bracket style, you know, March Madness bra style bracket uh, for your ride. When I say your ride, anybody who reads can submit their car pictures for their March Madness bracket. So each week readers will vote on their favorites and move a reader car forward in the bracket. They say there's grand prizes for whoever survives the bracket. I couldn't actually find what the prize was. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I, I just I, I'm totally submitting one of our team cars. You can do I, so many. It says you can do three and then other. Oh. Sure. I mean, with every email address. So I was thinking we should put all mm -hmm. of our money on the Civic and it's many, you know, put up Fister and put it up when it was the Woody and absolutely when it was the, 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 the um, giraffe. giraffe because so many people know it. I hope we win a, you know, one of those. Robin's got LS that great motors. picture of it at uh, Thompson, like with all the right filters and everything. It Robin has fantastic pictures of, all, it's amazing. Bobbin, yeah. shout out to Bobbin, our team photographer. She is amazing. I hope we win a trailer. 
or one of those really <laughs> LS motors. We might win a keychain and we would be the um, ex- maybe sure. Now, I, we've Next, been doing nothing. this. We've been doing this for literally what five years, like sneaking up on five years. We did like September of 2017. We did our first test broadcast or whatever. Sure. I know that all of us are really proud of the community that we built, not just with racers, just with listeners and everything. And our media partners, particularly racing junk have noticed. I actually have weekly, almost weekly conversations with the folks over at racing junk. I'm going to ask all of our listeners a favor. All of you, please submit to this contest. Take a picture of that giant B body wagon. You did the lemons rally with. Take a picture of the Ford Thunderbird that you ran there. Donnie, you, I know you got a ton of email addresses. Put the Trans Am on there. Put the uh, you know, Cimarron, all of that the stuff. Saturns, your, put them all on. Totally. Your race car, your daily driver, your Radwood ride, or the car that you have and no one else likes, Stephanie Schrader 411. And when they ask where you heard about this contest, oh, my favorite podcast, Everyone Racers. Even if it's not your favorite podcast, tell them that. And, and <laughs> that... What that does is that helps us bring you more stuff like this, more show coverage, et cetera. It gets us into things that you guys are interested in seeing about and a rising tide floats all that. And after you enter, get us the link to your entry and we'll put it on our social media and we'll start this kind of revolution thing where we all vote for each other's rides and maybe just maybe a listener of this show. And there's some cool cars out there for folks that listen to this show. None of Donnie's. You never know what people like, dude. All right, first have off, you, you have you been on racing junk? That that is true. First off, and I, I, if I had space for it, I would have bought the Cimarron because I love that car. But it, it went actually to a great owner. More on that in a bit. But we're gonna move somebody up that bracket, even if they don't win. The world's gonna kind of know that you've got a cool car. And Erling, even you, I know you've got your little car over there. Would love to see it entered into this contest. So to help you out. In our show notes, Victoria Scott wrote an article over at the drive, how to photograph your car at night. And we've linked, we've linked that in there. Oh, have an iPhone, put it on night mode, take a picture. (laughs) That's the answer. There you go. Chrissy's Chrissy's super efficient shortcuts to great photos. (laughs) It works. Our fifth host, Eric Rude, got us the entries for the lemons race at Sonoma. Uh, he's going to come back to the show at the end of the month, which is great. We always love having Eric around, but there are 157 cars oh, at Sonoma. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Fortunately, we have an appropriate BMW ratio. Oh, at the might, might be even <laughs> low. Like it's this. about 10, 10% BMWs. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. That's, that's so fair. like, I'm not, I'm not even going to call it that boring because there's only 16 BMWs. It's like, yeah. oh, no, okay. That's fine. And, and, and one of them, not all E36. No, right? no, no, they're not. One of them, one of them is a uh, five series with an Ecotech. Nice. Even better. Uh, there are 20 Miatas, nine okay. Hondas, two Porsches, and everyone's favorite, an 07 Dodge oh. Caliber. Oh, <laughs> okay. And of note, uh, Uncle Dave is going to be out racing with Corey in the Omega along nice. with Dishwashing Ferry. So Do not yeah, yeah. bend my car. Yep. So they are uh, in their first like, away oh, race. Sonoma, Sonoma, this is Dave's first away race ever, and uh, ah. their first time at Sonoma. So good for them. Have fun. Guys. And he'll he'll be in hog heaven because that's a NASCAR track. So yeah. The other day, I got a frantic test text from a friend I haven't talked to in forever, and I thought it was like a happy birthday text. And it was, dude, do you lemons race? 
And I was like, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Why? Yeah. And he said, on on the largest radio station in New Jersey, conservative talk 101.5 or whatever. He's like, they're talking about the 24 hours of lemons and they want people to call in. And I'm like, I'm not calling that stupid radio station. <laughs> what? Why? Well, so how does it, it even it, happen? Okay. It turns out that the DJ, not DJ, the conservative talk show host is going to be the talking head. Um, and he no. was talking about it and he wanted to know something about it. So, so, so you know what? That's the first bit of good news I've gotten that I'm not gonna be able to judge this one. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets to deal with Kristen and Jeff and Chris yeah. Overzet. So yeah. good luck, yapping head. You better remember whose house you're in. I think he was uh he was talking about he was somebody who was like a Senate candidate at one point, but I don't know, whatever. Bill Spadia, if anybody. Vermin? So Vermin Supreme? Because we like him. <laughs> oh, he's great. Oh, yeah. Conservative. Pony conservative. for pony for everybody. That's the position I will get behind. Recent. Whatever. We're doing recent results, <laughs> but I can't yell. So oh, no, that was upcoming results. Let's do it. But there's still an upcoming race, isn't there? Yes, Champ there Park, is. Back at Texas in uh, their spring Harris Hill race. Sorry. Keep moving. Cars. Keep moving. Keep moving. They get the memo. Even less than 10%. Two BMWs. 25 Miatas, three Hondas, eight Porsches, and an 08 Mercury Grand Marquis. Hell yeah. That's excellent. But really, there's five there's Miatas? 12 non-Miatas in this race. Oh, maybe and not. So, <laughs> and of those, eight are Porsches. So the, like, this is the entire field, actually, that you have listed there. I'm <laughs> You're kidding. Right. It's the so other one. Like, that's it. 30... Yeah, that's it. You're right. <laughs> wow. Sorry, recent results. Okay. Okay. I didn't, I see, I have to scroll down. So I, I was already getting ready. Champ Car had the Oak Tree 12 hour at VIR South. First was RVA Graphics and Wraps, which is the dumbest rate name ever. Come on. And a boring BMW. Uh, they were five laps over Bulldog Racing, boring B, another boring BMW, and nine laps over Wild Hair Racing's Miata. The Hyundai Elantra from Pickle Boy Racing, uh, Motor Speed Motorsports, finished 14th overall and first in Class B. Good. Good job. Oh, I'm sorry. This is me. And I wrote this. All right. The <laughs> World is. Racing League, sponsored by Haggerty, was at Barber. Now, Saturday first was automatic racing, a minute over JTR Motorsports Engineering, two laps back for third was Screaming Goat Racing. Our buddies, Kingpin Racing, Todd and Ty, uh, Trevor, were fourth. Now, Sunday, round three racing was just seven seconds ahead of choice racing, and a minute back was JTR Motorsports Engineering. Unfortunately, the 2000 Pontiac Formula Convertible did not finish on Saturday and did not start on Sunday. Oh, My sad. theory is they were too busy cruising Main Street for chicks doing burnouts in front of the Dairy Queen. Circle K or Dairy Queen, which is better for burnouts? <laughs> do you know? in, in the year 2000, they made a Pontiac Formula convertible. We covered this. Technically, uh, <laughs> technically, no, there were no Formula convertibles. Oh, okay. But we because I, I wanted to know how rare that car was, and I went to the uh, production numbers on there and could not find justification. My guess is it's a retrofit. Yeah, got it. Well, anyway, in other news, the Southern Fried Heaps Lemons Rally opened the rally season and is driving from Mobile, Alabama to Key Biscayne, Florida. Thanks to rally master Jeff Stobbs for the update. 21 cars started. 31 did not finish. No, three. 
Oh, three did not finish. Sorry. That's a that's a pretty tough. If, if ten cars more than <laughs> exactly, just random cars, cars got pulled broke. into the dark hole. Of the hey, this sounds fun. Can I join? Instantly, your car breaks. I would like to join. Why does my car no longer work? Twenty-one cars. Three did not finish. Uh, there was a Ford F one hundred. Didn't make it. A Mitsubishi dropped out. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah. Duh. But, the, but the best was the Festiva. So there you go. Uh, the team rented a boat to go to Amelia Island for the concourse. They returned the boat and then they realized that they left their wallet on the island. <laughs> they did not make the trophies. Oh, no, they did. They made it to the oh, trophies. They did make the trophies. There you go. Yes. Oh, that Good was with the Mitsubishi. So the Mitsubishi right. did make it. You need to slow down next time you read the copy. Anyway, <laughs> the rental car class went to Diplomatic Immunity, who covered their rental in speed items from Wish.com. They probably ordered those six months ago. Random access stupidity went to Vamos a Mexico in a 300 TD, while Org Choice was stuck in third in a Malibu wagon. Uh, the regional award went to Rusty's in Innova. Oh, this all sounds amazing. Of course, it's all about the points. Third place uh, was Studebaker in Paradise in a 1950 Studebaker. Second was Vamos a Mexico crew. And first in uh, first in points is Steph Schrader and Lemons iRacing regular stunt granny Grafton in a the, in that damn 411 she won't shut up about. In a bit of drama, they secured their first place after ja uh, Jason and Steph busted the Studebaker team on a trailer i did not hear that oh snap um i was listening to that other amateur endurance racing podcast that bill and crew have and uh they were doing they were following the the rally every day and getting interviews on day one the studebaker team blew their water pump and they went to a museum and they got a water pump off of a car that was on the floor of the museum it turns out it was a screen used and screen crashed Studebaker from the movie Tucker. <laughs> Which is pretty cool, but if they had to get it there <laughs> on a trailer. Cool. Yeah. It's yeah. a good story. But that was on day one, so that's not why they were disqualified, because I heard day two and day three and nobody mentioned it. In yeah, other just, shameless gossip. Oh, go ahead. If you want to say something. Well, I was going to say, you know, it, 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 it could have been just one of those things where, you know, at the end of it, stops goes, hey guys, you covered from here to here on a trailer. That's against the spirit yeah so they still got third they still got third so i guess they got they lost so they got penalized but they still survived yeah, but they got points like, for taking a water pump off a museum car. i would say well, that they did yeah they also uh, that's also the crew that owns harris hill raceway and they had a car at amelia island so yeah wow they probably know the guy who has a citroen now yeah so that's where other, it lives yeah. other shameless gossip jason the aforementioned Jason now owns that Cadillac Cimarron that we spoke about earlier. Donnie, Steph, and Mental won the Texas Texas Trash Heaps. I can't remember the name of the Texas Rally a few years back. Sorry, congratulations. <laughs> That's a I don't great, know what to say. It's Jason. a great Cimarron. Five. It's speed, the only five interior. speed brown yeah. brownish. Great. Yeah, it's got the, the air conditioner works great when the belt's on it. I, it's a win. Congratulations, Jason. Listener feedback time. No, 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 no. Go back, no. go back. I want to no. hear Chris. I want to hear Chrissy do the, the, the ASMR. Well, I was going for the ASMR. 
It's listener feedback. It's listener feedback, yes. Okay, but if I say that, sometimes everybody just keeps talking because so, nobody <laughs> hears me whispering. Okay, on fee- on Facebook, as we do, uh, we post our episode for easy finding. And the last one, that res- last week's response uh, to the one we posted, Matt F. said, only a year too late, thanks. But you can find it, uh, you can use it for this year. That information doesn't go bad. So keep watching. Saving, saving your car. Saving your car episode. episode. Yeah. yeah. Making it last. Uh, I was doing some serious cleaning of vehicles. As I mentioned, I post the what you're working on. We've got plenty of people that answered. Absolutely. Michael K was, quote, getting the VFR ready for an epic 4,500 mile adventure. He is literally riding all the way down the U.S. and all the way back up. Remember, kids, even dealerships do half-ass work. So check everything if you want to stay safe, which is actually very solid motorcyclist advice. He was he was prepping another car for sale to a boring BMW racer in hope of curing that addiction. Uh, Randy B has apparently moved into the engine bay of a Subaru. <laughs> Slightly smaller than his old apartment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joseph King had an epic moldy sticker, sticky change collection adventure. Ooh. I'm sorry. Russell P was trying to figure out how to make 13 inch wheels fit over 14 inch rotors. Suzzle. I can help you. I just have to drive really fast and hit that bump again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and a completely different Michael K was making us jelly with his uh, shop photos and waiting for the lift to be open so he can get a disc brake conversion. Uh, and the race car is waiting for the new front hubs to get delivered. Uh, he, he's the one who had the double um, double dins. He has a lift that he hides the cars on top, which is oh, stacker, stacker lifts. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I posted up about the flat tire I got this week. There were lots uh, of comments. Uh, yeah. All the Joneses commented groundhog saw a shadow. That's six more weeks of pothole season. <laughs> I, I, I want to stop right here and just give uh, some, some of our younger listeners a message about finding your true love because everyone on this screen has found their true love. And while we are recording this show, my wife just brought me over the iPhone to a Facebook marketplace listing here in Las Vegas, just down oh, the road. No. Of a 1978 Porsche 924, quote, was going to be a 24 hours of lemons, but I doubt that's going to happen. Title in hand, interior is completely gutted. Seat and benches are still there, new tires. Uh, so, folks, just just find someone. They don't have to be into what you're into. They just have to love you enough to put up with your crap. Hi, Vicky. I see you in the background. Is she t- telling you to buy it? I hope not, because even we say that's an even no. worse no. idea than your other ones. What? what? 920, 924s are bad, especially the early ones with the Audi <laughs> van motor. Like, those are just bad. Yeah, but everything will fit in there. I'll just throw a Miata under it. It'd be great. It's got a title. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I, no. I think your track record of crappy Porsches has been and great. You also <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Well, but also, you didn't actually alive. You didn't actually get rid of the other one yet. Yeah, I gotta wait two more days before I can yeah, he got rid sell of it how to many the next 914s? size. One, half of them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> terrible idea. So, so Jeff and his flat tire. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Matt F called Jeff's flat tire Sir Fix a Flat. Yeah. Because it likes flat it tires flat. and it cannot mm-hmm. lie. Yeah, uh, Bill F. Notice it said that the low profile, excuse me, low profile goes to lower profile. Th- those aren't even the lowest profile because they're only 18s. Oh no, I guarantee 
at the end of it where you took the picture, that was the lowest profile. Yeah, true. Uh, <laughs> Scott M said El Guapo. I, I like that. Uh, and as the as the last of the birthdays in the birthday season, uh, we all posted, you all posted about my birthday. I posted also. And I just want to thank everyone for the well wishes. It was fantastic. I did my best to like and 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 hit the, all the memes. I responded with another meme because I love it. So, um, but I pretty sure this is the first time I ever got an international happy birthday from Erling. Said he Erling. No, but he birthday said it's buddies. his birthday. Yeah, here are birthday buddies. So happy birthday, Erling. Yeah. I did say happy birthday, birthday buddy to him in the Facebook. You did. You absolutely did. Sorry. But now now when he's listening to us, he'll know yeah, that we're we telling care. Him. Absolutely. Great. Cool. Sim racing? Uh, well, yeah, go right to sim racing. I okay. 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 There we go. Hey, we had the E1R race Monday night. It was at Suscuba Circuit in Japan in touring cars. It was a tight track, which was requested by Uncle Dave, because when you have a smaller group, it's nice to actually keep the cars together, because when you get too big a track, everyone spreads out. You never see anyone. Um, so uh, that was good. It was tight enough that you're in second gear in several places. So it 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 tightens right up. Um, good close racing. Tyler won the first race in an Audi with Dave right in his tail. Dave won the second in a Civic. So well come on, join. Low pressure. No problem. You can join Corey and me at the back. <laughs> Well, and next week will be spring break, so I'll probably be available. So I'll be there. Great. Cool. As long as I don't have to make a, another German sh apple strudel for my son. Oh, but I saw it. It was beautiful. It looks beautiful, yes. Oh, my gosh. It's like. First like, time I ever made puff pastry. And if Love any them. family knows beautiful looking pastries. Truth. Uh, I didn't even have to call Chrissy's mom for advice. But thank you, Chrissy's mom, because I'm sure you would have given me great advice yeah and i don't I, know she doesn't make those but she could she did we just don't but they look beautiful good job yeah so uh, and, and, and don't take that as a hint to make strudel chrissy's we know you would we would rock it we know you would rock it you would knock it right out of the park but we just <laughs> really like you to stay focused on the puppies hey topic time picture this i'm sitting at my house it's the day before Christmas Eve and my cell phone rings and it says, Chris Abbott. So I'm like, oh, I wonder what Chris has got going. I pick it up and he says, dude, I found a Rolls Royce on Craigslist for $1,000. It's in New Jersey. Chrissy and I are about to go somewhere. I don't remember where you were going. Going to my mom's house for Christmas. There you go. We're going to be driving through in a couple of hours. We got it. What do you think? I said, I don't have any money. <laughs> I don't have any time. I don't have anywhere to put it but we got to make a play for it. Send me the listing. And that is how we began the chase for our third team. I wait. Is it third? I was trying to remember. Is it, was that the third or the fourth? Uh, third. I don't. Because well, when did we get the fourth? The, when did we get the boat trying? That's that was the question. Yeah. Well, so the, the Wartburg was 10. First. The boat was 12, I think. 12. We bought the, this in 12. Yeah. I think, I think the or second, the, the boat and TR combined one was 13 or maybe. It was one it, of our. It's in the IOBs. middle there. It's, yeah. It's early on in our career, in the three pedal mafia the, career. This is, this is, it would have been our fourth actually. Yeah. Uh, Chris, give us the basics. What was it? 
This is a 1969 Rolls-Royce Silver Shadow sedan. So the lineup was mod was thoroughly revamped for 1965, and that basic chassis and architecture would continue all the way into the 2000s, essentially, while being gradually updated. So this had the six and one quarter liter V8. It had a, a GM TH400 transmission with a special Rolls-Royce electric shifter because you had to be able to do it with just your finger instead of real. It would be unclassy to use a cable and a lever. Like, no, well, no <laughs> way, right? Um, it has an incredibly complicated hydraulic system that we'll talk more about later. And it is it was, at the time, the most expensive car you could buy. That's all. Wow. I was watching, rewatching James May's Cars of the People, and he was talking about the shadow and how one of the big things about that with the push button transmission and the other things was because this was the first Rolls Royce designed to be driven by the owner. Previous <laughs> versions, you had a chauffeur. And mm. this ties into an Instagram post that I made because normally when I roll up to the O'Reilly's, you know, AMG, okay, you know, I'm, I'm not the coolest car in Las Vegas, but I'm usually the coolest car in the uh, O'Reilly's parking lot. Nope. 72 silver shadow stretch limo that was amazing and he had bought it from an auction sight unseen (laughs) just because he that's bold exactly (laughs) and then started started doing his research on it and i said well you know the engines are actually fairly robust the transmission is a general motors transmission the electrics go on there and he goes you sound like a guy that works on these things and starts leaning <laughs> into me. And I'm like, nope, nope. I just know some people who raced one. And the O'Reilly's kid who is 18 years old and drives an automatic Integra with a melon baller muffler went, I heard about that. <laughs> Go ahead, Chrissy. I want to make sure that we've introduced this story because we started off. It's story time. Just make sure everybody knows oh, yeah. where we're going with this. <laughs> story time. It's story there time. No, there is no knowledge that you right. can use to race your Rolls Royce. Other until, than other don't. Than Dean. Maybe. Well, and I, I, I learned something when you guys did this about the hydraulic fluid. More on that as story oh, time. Oh my gosh. Yes. So, and then you'll, you will hear some of the, uh, the jokes that we make. Uh, I, I, I have one of at least one of them's coming in here. And so the things that we talk about gives you some backstory. That's so what we're doing. I think let's talk more talk about the, the interesting things we found as we got to know this car before we get into the build and the cage and actually race totally. it. Right. So the, the car came amazingly with a copy box that had a five volume. Hold on. Binder. We got We have to do the golden brown. Oh, okay. That's true. All right. So let's talk about getting the car. So we pull up suburban neighborhood, ranch house, one car garage in Jersey. We all pull up. We expect it to be in a bog or on fire, like (laughs) recently, because it's a thousand dollar roll. You must slay the mighty dragon. Basically. Jeff, now you, you, you got this, you talked to yeah, the guy. I talked to the guy several times on the phone and I am, <coughs> I, I put on all the slickness to try and get this car. I told him, he's like, well, I have someone already coming to look at it. They're coming at, you know, four o'clock or whatever time it was. And I was, he, he said, if you want to be here at four and I'm like, look, I'm not getting into a bidding war, but don't take 999. Cause I'm going to pay a thousand. And he called me back like at four Oh eight. And he was like, 
are you serious? Because two people just showed up and they said they were going to make it a restoration project and they pulled up in a van that said, we buy wreck cars on the side and I'm really oh. not feeling good. Oh. And they're trying to talk me down. I said, no, no, we'll be there, I promise. We pull up, the guy says, it's right behind the garage door here. Just like Chris said, a single ranch home in a We're totally like, oh normal Oh my gosh, what in the garage? I open the garage door and I'm going to share this picture and I look and I see it and it's there's obvious flat tires and I go, hello, it's gold. <gasps> and then I, I go down That's the side so of it and it's brown and I go, oh, it's, it's brown. Gold brown, golden brown. I'm like, I can't contain myself. I'm so excited. But look at this. Look at this is what it looked like. It's a terrible negotiation tactic, by the way, when uh, you roll up the car and go, oh, oh my God. Well, the, the ad had no pictures. It just no said Rolls Royce not Rice. running. Yeah, thousand. Right. So yeah, it's cold and brown. And at that point, the guy kind of smiled. He's like, you're right. This, this is all going to work out. It's fine. <laughs> this hold up for us. We're all just like dancing because we, so before yeah. he says that it, it's so, in the garage. So he starts telling us the story of the car. And the story was that his dad, about 10 years prior, I think it was, was at a golf tournament. And they had like a raffle for this thing. <laughs> His dad won the raffle. I can't believe you remember Rolls this story because I oh, don't I remember I, it. Yeah. I didn't remember yeah. this part. And so his dad thought, okay, fine. So his dad had this Rolls Royce and he drove it around some and it was so funny. And he his dad actually really liked having this Rolls Royce that he won in the raffle at the golf course. And so then about five years before we got it, uh, his dad unfortunately passed away and the car, the guy took the Rolls, you know, and he didn't do a thing with it. He didn't know what to do with it. He just, it was beyond him. And after five years, he was ready to let it go, but you know, he wanted to let it go in the right way. So the people that had the, the van that says we buy scrap cars, he's like, I don't, I don't know when, when Jeff told him we're going to do something fun with it. But the guy with the knit hat that goes, it's golden brown. Yeah. Here, here's a side shot. So you can all see the gold and brown. This yeah. is, I took this picture. It's in front of our house. Uh, it is the beautiful rolls and it's actually kind of shiny in this picture because it's cleaned up, uh, but it has no wheels and it's on jack stands. We decided to drive away uh, or go to Walmart to get all our new tires and wheels and tires uh, balanced and all that good stuff. <laughs> and I was like, how classy is that? Freaking rolls <laughs> in a driveway. And and we live on a pretty busy street. So it, I'm sure people saw this and we said, that's classy. It's, right? If on you're going to leave a car on jack stands in your driveway with no wheels, if it's a Rolls Royce, people don't really get upset. <laughs> and and I, I, I've, I've, I've not spent as much time in your neighborhood as Jeff and stuff like that, but I feel like at least every third house goes, oh, there's Chris and Chrissy. Yeah, that was a little earlier of, on. I mean, yeah. but uh, but actually, it's, at least this one doesn't have a dildo on it. It's true. <laughs> well, <that> came later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, it, actually, I believe in in that picture, Chris said, no, let's just put the wheels and like just stage them in front of them. And I was like, no, it's much funnier, <laughs> with, funnier without, it, without it. OK, back uh, to what we bought. Yeah, thousand dollars cash in hand. It had no flat tires. They helped us push it. Yep. We got we, it on the trailer. Well, it that really, was the, you, you guys went back the next day to oh, tow did. it like. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We we paid and we got the title that night, and we said, "All right, we back tomorrow with the trailer." So you and your brother went with with the trailer the next day, and the Yukon when you had the the, the black Yukon still shitty. Oh, it was the Yukon. worst. Uh, yeah. 
it nearly broke the trailer. It yeah. is forty six hundred pounds according to the internet, and it was. But was this? Is this the the, half, the the janky half magic trailer? No, this was the oh, okay. older yeah. open like two tread trailer that okay. Bruce was lending. Oh. Bruce's open trailer, right? Bruce's open right. trailer, yeah. Had a sticker on the side that said "Amish men do it with a hoe." <laughs> Anyway, we got it home. It I drug it to North Jersey and it's Oh, sad. North Jersey. I forgot yeah. that you were all the way up there. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. So we, we got we opened the car. What do we find? Well, most excitedly, I that like I said, that box of the five volume bound three ring binder set of the entire Rolls Royce factory service. And they were the thick the thick guys yeah, when oh, you yeah. get the yeah Three when you get the binders, binders the biggest if you get, get one of them for your college class you're like oh man five of those mm -hmm. and if you've never written, had the pleasure written in calligraphy <laughs> almost practically if almost. you've never had the pleasure of, of really seeing one of these they're amazing um not only was there a four page multicolor diagram the you know, fold out pages of the not joking 67 hydraulic hoses that exist in this car. Oh. We used that page a lot. We did. Yeah. There was there were um, diagrams and plans for how to make a wooden cradle to support part of the car high up in the air in order to be able to drop the you know the suspension or engine or whatever it was out of the other end but no seriously like <laughs> dimensions curvature things here's make this yes. wooden cradle yes. give this to your uh to your carriage man yes will, seriously he will go to the barn and fire up the table saw to make this yeah um so that it it was amazing the uh having those spare parts that was fantastic it also came with a variety of interesting documents that i think had been on microfiche but had been printed out yes. Yes. about the history of this car and it was originally a southern california car mm -hmm. uh, i think at some point it came to new york so we had a variety of ownership documents from early on in its life some service documents it had been serviced quite a lot in the 70s uh, we also found an interesting thing from rolls royce motor cars about that there was some confusion or problems it, it with the original like the, sailor delivery of this car hang on so fees, I yeah think, yeah something. yeah and so they were talking all about that and they said you know the last thing we want is another repeat of the roy carver episode <laughs> so <laughs> they were like they were like threatening not to deliver the car to the dealer it was like yeah. you don't take care of document 27 we're not going to be able to meet your timeline because we do not want another repeat of the Roy Carver episode. Right. That's and, all we know, right? Like we don't know is, anything else about it. This is 1969. This is all done by telegram Whoa. and messenger. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that, that a stamp went on that envelope and yeah. it got on a boat and it traveled across <laughs> the ocean right. and then it got to New York and it got on a freaking train right. and went to California and some man in a blue suit handed it to the guy <laughs> in the dealership. Yeah. With white gloves. Probably. Yeah. But we but I know I've said at least on the show actually it was not long ago about the Roy Carver episode. So that's where it comes from in case anybody wants to, to reference. <laughs> Oh yep. boy. Next on onlylambs.com, uh, the Roy Carver episode. Uh, there was also amazing leather cleaner in there. Yeah, actually, which I still have and have used on a bunch of yeah. other cars. It Big. was like the, the $100 leather reek kit with the brushes and the stuff, and it's really nice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so this point is at Jeff's house. It doesn't run. Does it run? We got some I air in the tires. 
and we all show up for a work weekend on an incredibly cold January weekend. I don't think I've ever been that cold. It, it was like you, I told you all because I don't think you had visited me often at that point. And it might have just been like summer. Weekend. Yeah, yeah. I was like, guys, bring your coats. It. I know it's like 60 in Pennsylvania, but it's still really cold here. I live oh on the see, see, again, this is what we're talking about. Vegas, Birdsboro, same I, weather pattern. New Jersey, dark hole. Hold on. This is different New Jersey because it's New York. It's basically where. <laughs> no, and literally that's where yeah, yeah. he lives. And so like we got pizza in New York when we went back to New yes. Jersey to his house. So but it, it is in the mountain like you're it was infinitely colder when you came into your town. Oh, I mean, whatever. You, nobody. Village. Nobody. <laughs> it was cold it was and it was there was snow on the ground and we were outside and we did not wear enough clothes. That's what it comes down to. Anyway, so we started cleaning and getting things ready. So there was the four of us, I suppose, uh, working on the car. And you guys were trying to you said you remember what you were doing. I know what I was doing. But I think you got it started. I Chris, you, Chris you're, we can't, we hear, can't you. hear you. Your microphone is off. I said, yeah, I. I started um, on the mechanical stuff. Jeff and Jim started draining out the old fuel in the tank, which wasn't too bad. It wasn't nearly as bad as the what I pulled out of the Corvette. No, um, I was cleaning. Chrissy was cleaning because so. the inside was disgusting. But I was as I was cleaning, I decided to vacuum. And then we realized when you vacuum, the all of the rug just came this up. Was disintegrated. It was yeah, just came into the, the shop back. That, that so, yes. handmade wool carpeting. It's all just gone. Didn't last that nope. time. So. I started with uh, the fuel pump, which is just a double-ended SU. So um, it's like like we wanted to get an MGB, but two of them. So you take uh, the ends off. Around a single shaft, right? Yeah. So you take take the ends off. You clean the points. You hit them with a hammer, and they work. And they did. And that's how they that's how they go. So then up in the in the engine again, just SUs, but they're big SUs. So I just clean took those apart, cleaned them up a little bit, got them back together. Um, by this point. The cart Chrissy had sucked up all the carpet. Jeff and Jim had the gas tank empty enough that we put some fresh gas in, hooked up a battery, and what do you know? The damn thing started. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. And and it, this was uh, what was it? It was a five six point seven five point six and one quarter six liter. Six and one quarter. Six point two five. <coughs> the Germans would no, call there's it a fraction. Point. One quarter. One quarter. Yes. V eight. All aluminum. Right. I oh mean, yeah. It was a really yeah, it was fantastic engine. Motor. And that, that engine in not many changes ended up being used like through the Bentley Mulsanne of the early 2000s where it was making 500 horsepower. It was a very stout engine. I don't think we have a picture in our document of the motor itself. I had one of it, the hood open at least. But I'll find anyway, so we got it running and we, we moved it back and forth in the driveway. It was about as good as we got because we hadn't touched any of the brakes, any of the hydraulic systems. The, the giant light on the dash for hydraulics was on. and But we got it to move. like we, It went into drive. It went into reverse. We had to lubricate and manually move the electric shifter thing that's under the car because on the end, oh, on the steering go. column. So there's, there's the engine and you can see the, uh, the big rusty thing in the front. That is the hydraulic reservoir for the entire system. Uh, you can see very the, important. Yep. You can see the two SUs with the intake SUs. intake track between them. Um, and you can see some of the many hydraulic hoses and lines that are everywhere. 
yeah, this really... is actually this is actually later on after we had fixed the suspension, but we'll talk about that yeah, later. Yeah. I think we should mention the hydraulics because what did the hydraulics run? <laughs> and then what did they run on? Sure. Well, they mostly <laughs> they mostly ran the brakes and the rear leveling suspension. So after listening to the Citroen episode, we talked about hydraulics. Rolls-Royce licensed that technology from Citroen because it made for such a spectacular ride. So, but they didn't use it for everything like Citroen did. Uh, and they had the, it pumped a little differently. So where the Citroen had the jack shaft off the, off the cams that ran the pump, right? I'll share back <clears> here in case what what Rolls-Royce did is on riding off of the engine cam directly, they had um, two diesel locomotive injectors that ran backwards because they were mechanical. And those were used to pump up hydraulic fluid to 2000 PSI. From that 2000 PSI, it would then go through the various lines for the self-leveling suspension. You know, it had mechanical springs, but if you put stuff in it, it would pump itself back up. Um, and also for the brakes, because the braking system is incredibly unique on this. When you press the pedal, like the Citroen, it actuated yeah, go, a hydraulic valve. Go to the uh, picture but, video, Jeff, with the brakes. Yeah. But they didn't want just the button feel like the Citroen had because it was unusual. They wanted it to feel like normal brakes. So what they did is they put a little tiny master cylinder under the floor that was actuated by their brake pedal as well. So when you step on the pedal, it would actuate the little tiny master cylinder as well as opening the hydraulic valve. And that's how it gave you brake feel. The hydraulic system then fed fluid to not one, not, not one, but two calipers per front wheel. Two I think these are actually, calipers. they're actually TR4 calipers, but they said, well, we, we need more than we need bigger brakes. So let's just use two. So they use two <laughs> TR4 calipers twice as many. Yeah. On a solid things. rotor. And it's just like a 10 inch solid rotor. Like the ones in the Honda are bigger than this. Um, and it's non-vented and <laughs> there's no air. <clears throat> so, but that's each front wheel had that. And the fun is that each caliper was of the front one, the, the leading caliper on both front wheels was fed by a different hydraulic system than the trailing caliper. So if you lost half your hydraulic system, you still had brakes. Now the rear, it gets even more fun. The rear was a single caliper, but it had have a picture of the rear. No, we don't, but it had four pistons. They were opposing and the upper set of pistons were run off of one of the high pressure hydraulic systems. The lower set of pistons were run off that little tiny master cylinder under the floor. So, so in <laughs> yeah. the braking system, there were two different hydraulic powered systems yep. and one master Manuals. cylinder manual yeah. system. Yeah. So three different separate hydraulic systems with three different separate hydraulic hoses and been everything switches and, and, and uh, just tries everything. Yeah. And and I just want to tell you, I hate bubble flares. And every oh, single dear. one of them was a bubble flare. Because like, we didn't have why, a good Eastwood tool then. Why <laughs> couldn't they just use regular flares? Like that would have been so much a good easier. tool. This is how they won the Battle of Britain. To just step yeah. out there. But the rest of this car, like everything the, the was so nice. If you, you took time to appreciate the details, like the Burl Walnut dash was oh. mirror image from the center all the way across. Oh, I don't know if we have a picture of that. The window motors were chain driven yes. so that they were smooth. Like 
the steering definitely one finger steering one figure everything the craftsmanship really was spectacular like they were trying to justify why this was so expensive at the time i I have a picture of the dash let me share this so uh while i'm sharing the picture of the dash can we discuss what kind of fluid fed all these hydraulics (laughs) absolutely also note the sign on this this picture please yes well this is in race trim the sign said sip tea love the queen and turn laps (laughs) and that that was our ioe like this the pace of of mine you needed to be in for the ioe but this dashboard is beautiful i had forgotten how beautiful it was i i remember that the little wine vaults in the back of the seats were pretty abused like the the varnish had kind of fallen yeah, off of them. but the dash looked the dashboard great. was gorgeous because mm-hmm. the 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 um doors on the back hit your knees yeah yeah it wasn't the long wheelbase model so this is the one for the person that liked to drive their own rolls royce and not be chauffeured so yes yes um <clears throat> so yeah so that's kind of all the like the weird stuff of this car what's in the hydraulic what's in the hydraulic oh, system it is I a to tell that story it is a it is a custom proprietary blend and it's extraordinarily rare and expensive and difficult to find so then like i rr88 was it yeah or something? so i looked up what okay what is this made of and the general consensus no one knew for sure but the general consensus is what it's about 90 percent dot three and 10 percent castor oil yes that which was for lubricating the seals in the injectors mostly. Yeah. And it leaked out of every freaking orifice, right? This, when we first got it, the hydraulic system it, it, was. There were just some hoses that were bad after sitting for a while. Yeah, so we yeah, had to yeah. remake a few of them. Unfortunately, not because nearly all 67. We probably replaced 10% of them. Because they weren't properly lubricated because they mm-hmm. weren't being used. So the story is, they say, hey, Jeff, while you're out picking up pizza, I don't remember what I was really going out for. We were all in the car. car We were all in the car. I said, I'm going to stop at the, remember, I lived in Podunk. I'm going to stop at the CVS or whatever the hell the the, the Walgreens, Walgreens, whatever it was. And I'm going to go in and, because they sell castor oil. It said, buy medical grade castor oil and, and, and put it in there. So I go into this thing and I'm like, Looking around, I don't even know a castor oil. There's no like old ladies here with a spoon. Like I don't know where to outside get of from. Tom and Jerry cartoons, nobody yeah, knows what exactly. castor oil is. So I have to ask the lady behind the thing. I was like, "Where do you stock the castor oil?" And she says, "Oh, I'll show you." And she takes me over, and I swear the bottle was like was like like tiny. four inches high. It was like bottle. it was like as big as this. It was like a tiny little thing, and I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. Do you have any bigger bottles? I need a lot of it." And she was like what are you doing it's poisonous and i'm like no 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 i'm putting it in a car i just i'll just buy all these bottles then we read the back and it's like you know don't give too much or explosive diarrhea will result it's very it was very specific Uh, too oh yeah she was convinced i was poisoning my horse or Oh, oh okay. We did get it running on that first weekend. We did. Yep. I, I kind of remember we kind of like, I think we did a lot of flaring on that weekend and got yep. most of the system together. Yep. And we like drove it up and down your little street. Tried and... to get a burnout. Did not happen. No, True. But then eventually it made it back to my house. Mental. Now I was going to say the, cause I remember I was in the desert at the time and whatever chat thing we were using at the time, seeing a video of multiple failed attempts up a wet hill trying to get that car to burn out like foot on the brake foot yes. on the gas yeah. yeah just would not come loose 
eventually we got it to do it, but uh, that was a different day. So eventually it makes it back to my house and I give it more of a once over. And we realized that, that it has essentially what amounts to a broken ball joint. The way the front suspension works on these is it has these giant long shocks and springs that go from the independent, uh, a, the lower a arms. It's, it's, it's a, it's a unequal length, a arm front suspension, but the a arms, I'm not kidding. Each arm of the a arm is about as long as my actual arms. That's how long these links were, you know, for a smooth ride of, as you do. So where the, essentially where the spring and shock, which is like a strut assembly mounted to the lower a arm, which held the car up that was broken off. And so only gravity was really holding it in place at this point. So we had to convert to a uh, early seventies style of shocks, which were available because the early, the 60s style self-leveling ones were no longer available. So I, I was able to actually buy Bilsteins for this, but I needed to get the, cause that was really all that was available was the Bilsteins, but I needed to get the seventies shock top hats to make them work. Well, the first Rolls Royce scrapper I called, I thought I'd be funny and tell them what we were doing with it. We're not happy about that didn't want to sell me the parts <laughs> usually saying this is going to go on a race car gets you like that's cool Fred, exactly. yeah, yeah. Let, let me right. let me take off 10 percent of that shipping right. charge you know no so then i find another guy i just say i just need these i don't tell him anything about it get them that's fine <laughs> no problem but they're these incredibly elaborate aluminum plates that go on the top and to replace these it's under the spring is under pressure of doing this too. And it's a big spring for a heavy car and there's no way to take it out as an assembly. So I had to make an elaborate rig using a, a series of, of threaded rods and you know, nuts and, and, you know, bars over the top of the shock top hat to gradually lift the top hat up while the rest of the car was on the ground. Cause that's how you do it apparently. So, and then the same, or the car wasn't quite on the ground, but it was, it was down far enough. And then you do the same to put it back on, you put it in and you gradually tighten down the top hat because the top hat is just held down. Like the entire weight of the car is held up by the eight. Um, there's probably like M eight, you know, Bolts, yeah. bolts that are holding it around it. That's what's yeah. holding the whole car up. Uh, for those of you not watching on YouTube, we have it in front of us. I'm going to describe it here. Those are like, those are like seven, eight inch springs, aren't they? They're huge. They're enormous. They're yeah. enormous. They're giant. Like they're and it's bigger holding up than dinner plates. Whole front end and the right. And even after we removed some unnecessary things, like some of the leather bellows in the heating system, I am not joking. And, you know, simplified things. I, I actually took all the air injection stuff out and um, welded the ports back shut for the air injection for the emissions. We took the air conditioning compressor off because that was long gone. Uh, and it was an old GM one. So it weighed about 50 pounds. Yeah. yeah everything weighed 50 pounds in this thing. That's, That's true. true. That's true. Yeah. It's the opposite of the Lotus ethos of, yes. of you know, what, if you, how many bolts do you need? Can you do it with one fewer than that? This is, well, if it needs four bolts, use six and, <laughs> yeah. Look at how and, many and make sure they're gold plated and twice yeah, yeah. the size as a, as a normal one and Most preferably yeah. made of rocks. Many, look at how many bolts are holding the top of the, the cover of the RR hydraulic reservoir, hydraulic fluid. There's like 18 bolts here. One, two, three, yeah. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, yeah. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 16 yeah. bolts. Of course. Hold the lid 
on a fluid reservoir. So eventually I ended up making a new exhaust from scratch, header back uh, of two and a half inch. It actually sounded great with a you know, summit turbo muffler on it. <laughs> sounded fantastic. <laughs> um, and then, you know what? It actually ran and drove fine. Like some new spark plugs, you know, to tune it up and stuff and new fluids. It, it seemed okay. So let's Not make it a race powerful car. powerful vehicle. Oh, but adequate but, uh, or sufi- uh, uh, su- sufficient. sufficient. The power yeah, yeah. was sufficient. Did it tr- did it stop then? Yeah, well, we're driving around the block. <laughs> okay. At 25, it stopped great. Yeah. Okay. So then caging time. Caging time. I, did, I remember did we caging judge mobile it before we caged oh, it. Oh, yes, you're right. You're right. Oh, good no, call. Uh, that if was- you go to MurleyMartin.com, there is a video of him being hauled around by a team of miscreant drivers in Black Flag using ratchet straps, and they are literally pulling it like a team of horses. As Phil yells, pull you proles, pull while they eat gray poupon and caviar <laughs> in the backseat. Yes, that's true. We brought it up because we had just gotten it running well enough and uh, we were running the boat. I think, Jeff, you were driving, the, you were trailing up the boat. I needed to drive Bruce and Greg's, Bruce's old magic trailer, which is 26 foot behind the suburban because it was too long to go behind the RV and be legal. So I we towed that up, so Greg towed the RV up or the rolls behind there, and we just had bombed around in it over the weekend, and the judges used it, and it was fun. It was so a anyway, then we took it home and built the cage. Yeah, I didn't mean to digress there. No, that was good, good remembering. So then yeah, I forgot about that. So doing the cage, we did this on like the hottest ninety degree July weekend, uh, right before we were going to Summit Point. And uh, I remember our old teammate, Ray, came down and was there for that work weekend, too. And uh, we uh, he was working on the Civic and we were making it bumper cars at the time. If you remember, remembers Summit Point Crazy. Carnival theme oh, yeah, with the bumper, bumper cars. cars. Anyway, that in June, that was in June. So whatever the point was, it was a 90 degree weekend. And I remember anyway. specifically because I was wearing a flannel shirt, sure. which was a garage shirt to weld in welding. So much fun with in the summer with a hot flannel shirt on <laughs> yeah um the, oh. that car caged fairly easily it was pretty big had plenty of room we, i don't we remember did there being any real issues judge mobile we got a picture of jay and judge rich there's the yeah, other nick right in the front nick or nick i said jay i'm yep. sorry i meant nick yep so anyway they, they had fun with it um so yeah caging went no problem kill switch wasn't we, really a we problem were, we like, designed the cage to make sure the back seat could go back in because yes, the back seat was so fantastic. It was a yes. giant leather couch. Yep. So if you keep those the down bars on the outside, you can kind of shove the seat back in. Well, we made the the uh, back seats go right between the seam, between yeah. the base and the backrest. So yep. it worked perfectly. And then we took the passenger seat, which we had taken out, which had the open doors for the wine champagne closet. Um, we stuck that on the jazzy. Of course as one does of course. and reduce the battery capacity of the jazzy from like six hours to 20 minutes if i'm not mistaken it would just it was a pretty heavy seat and then when judge sean was driving around sean is a luxury <laughs> mammal uh, and he never wanted to get out of that seat so. <laughs> he, he went on that thing at two miles an hour all weekend in that shirt that said i beat anorexia yep <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Yep. 
Um, all uh, right. Whew, should we talk about the first race? I yeah, I think we're ready for actual racing now, which is Jersey. I think June. No, what? I don't know. Sometime in summer. 13. It was the summer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, should we mention our theme was Monopoly that year? Because why not? We had a Rolls Royce. We had a so Rolls Royce. That we, uh, we uh, actually, Dishwashing Fairy made the top hat for the Rolls Royce. So all the cars were different pieces. I uh, made the top hat out of a garbage can and a big piece of fire of um, like insulation foam, all painted silver. That was on the roof. Which we still use. Yep. The garbage can we totally still use. Yes, we do. Uh, the Civic we made into the iron because it, Civic Wagon kind of looks like oh, an I iron. I haven't seen we, a picture of that in we, a while. We made a handle for it that we mounted to the roof rack with a piece of exhaust tubing. That looked great. It was, it was again, all silver. Now the TR was the race car because that was the easiest thing to do out of that. And the boat was the, the boat. Battleship. The boat. We made the battleship. Right. We right. made turrets on it. Yep. So you can see the silver boat on the side there. You can see the top hat on the top of the rolls. And everyone, of course, had their tuxedos and mustaches and um, were Monopoly. <laughs> I completely forgotten that Dan built a giant top hat for himself. Well, that wasn't Dan. That was, uh, that was a random guy that was just there for that one weekend named Nick. Young kid. That's it was great. Nick? Yeah, it looks that like was Dan. Dan who built that. No, Dan's Dan's somewhere else. But that was oh. Nick who had that giant top hat. He was great. Okay. I yeah. believe yes. Dan. But believe Dan has a giant top hat, just not as giant. And he not is as to the giant. right. You're right. He I is to the right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Or is that Chris? This one right here. This is this is. Where's Dan Chris? Right uh, uh, whatever. Tell. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. People with top hats. <laughs> yeah. So that was fun. We should mention that we also put a monocle on it. Because mm -hmm. why not? It's the, a Rolls Royce. It needs a monocle. The, the, and that... the trash can top hat did not stay the weekend, but the monocle stayed forever. The life of the car. Yeah, 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 yeah. We sold it with the monocle still on it, I think, because it was classy AF. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, I'm pretty sure that's a macrame ring that I painted silver, just in yep. case anyone wants to make it themselves. All right. So we went to Jersey. <coughs> We had a good time at Jersey. The car performed terribly. Terribly. <laughs> it barely went. It didn't stop. It's it was the stopping. It would go. Like you would go yeah. and five laps later the right rear brake would be smoking. Yeah. Repeat. Yep. We replaced a hydraulic line or two. Jeff Ran Bubble great. flares, 12 other things. This is did we we went to the I took what took a brake line? Yes. Yeah, one of two. Yeah, to the flaps at, during the race. And yep. I say, I need it to match this thread. Yeah, that's not happening. So I went back. They let me go back, which is amazing, to go look at the line of brake lines so I could match up the best one. So shout out to them. Yeah, they didn't give me too much. Oh, excuse me. I'm yeah. sorry. They didn't give me too much of a problem. So by the end of the, you know, see, and it looks spectacular on track. It's amazing. Too. It's amazing. It looks wonderful. Yeah. Very classy. So by the end of the weekend, it was, it was Saturday afternoon. We had it running well enough and it was going. And so we were kind of cycling through people. Yeah. Um, we should also mention that in the background, you can see, I believe the one and only race of the upside down Camaro. I think so. Yep. I mean, I know that's it. I just don't think it ever raced ever again. I think that was the only race that it showed up in. Yeah. I don't remember. I didn't keep track. Nope. We were busy um, too. Yeah. That helps. So that so then we it was out. It was running okay. This is late in the day on Sunday, probably two hours left at most. And a, a very experienced and conservative and careful driver was out in the car. 
he was coming through the chicane at turn three all the way to the left side of the track as we had been doing all weekend we were staying the left outside away from everybody we even had signs in the back in vinyl that said please pass on this side had a big arrow pointing so we're we're staying out of the way a certain saturn sc2 comes into that corner way too hot lifts off oversteers and noses directly into the side of the rolls into the right front wheel and then proceeds to come over and blame us for being in the way for for sorry for being across the road and that's why he had to hit us uh about five minutes after that someone else showed up with their camera showing a picture of the slatter and siding completely sideways and the rolls completely straight at the side of the road uh, and <laughs> you, you know how i remember it was red yeah this is red all over the car. I still see the red on the wheel mm-hmm. and yep. red on the side. So it took did, out the fender Jay, pretty hard. Didn't Jay have something along the lines of, I'm not sure what series you're used to racing in, but I'm interested to know how commonplace Rolls Royces are that you didn't see this one or yeah. something along those lines. Something along those lines. It was so heated it, too. Like we're, unnecess- we're not necessarily, we're not usually heated people. We don't usually try to get in fights, but this one was a, he said, she said, sides of the road. Well, he, like- pulls up, he pulls up yelling. And we have fans who knew that, especially the driver we had in at the time, there is zero chance that he was doing anything wacky. He was doing exactly <laughs> what he was supposed to do. And it, we weren't the ones that were getting into heated exchange with the guy in the Saturn. It was kind of our other people around us who were that. And once, once that sh- the picture came out of the Saturn, totally sideways with opposite lock, into the straight Rolls Royce that was on the edge of the grass, then it just was yeah, just, I'm just shut up. Dude. Sure, there's a shot of that somewhere. There is somewhere. So anyway, the car had about 10 degrees of camber. The fender was mashed. We pulled out a little bit at the time, but not much. And we tried to take the very last lap just because it was still rolling. So we went out to do that pretty slowly because at that at that time, that was a very common thing in 2013. Any heap that could run would get out for the last lap and just make it around. Um, you don't really see that these days. You know, people, just, you know, once they're done, they kind of stay it. But there, it used to be like, get that last last one limping lap in to take the checker. So we went to do that. <clears throat> and Bruce lined up in the TR behind us as we were coming around to take the white flag. And as he did that, and BMW, who was not going to win anything by going extra fast, came up onto the straight, not paying attention, and drilled the rear of the TR so hard. And both cars spun off into the grass. Like he was screaming through there, not looking ahead of him, and uh, clobbered a bright silver TR7. Yeah, I felt really bad for this A because it pretty much destroyed the back half of the TR, but yeah, he was protecting us. Yeah. So, like, you know, Bruce is a, a fantastic friend and fantastic teammate and fantastic wrench and a great driver. If he could just every, get everybody to calm down a little bit on his team, he probably <laughs> deserves a win. Um, <laughs> yeah, but he was protecting us and totally did protect us from taking a pretty big hit. And I'm pretty sure he was behind the wheel and pretty he was, yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah, he was because there was no need for that. Um, so that was a shame. So we ended that race pretty sad the rolls had been hit and bent hard the tr had been 
half demolished just, just decimated i mean yeah we ended I remember... up buying a shell and back halfing that thing yeah oh yeah chrissy and i picked the shell up on cape cod and drove it home um so i remember picking the getting the org choice award and just like grabbing it and just walking off the stage like thanks and that yeah. was it because we were in we were sad and that was a tough weekend too because we had four cars but we hadn't really done a good job of splitting up the teams like like we were doing three of them the boat the civic and the rolls and then yeah. you know obviously bruce had the tr so that was too many for the our team and, and i think and we did a pig did we do a pig roast that weekend? Yeah, we did a pig too? roast too. It was yeah. just a lot. Too much. And I think it was it was still pretty hot too. Like it was just yeah. a lot going on. Yeah. So then we fixed it, which was involved basically we got it home, uh, tied one side of it to a, uh, the pulling tree in our yard that we have. It's pulled several cars straight, um, tied other ends of it to the suburban in low range and pulled. And, you know, we uh yeah so there's a nice picture of that it's happened since too on other cars i would say um, yeah that, that suburban has straightened a lot of cars it has oh yeah yes. um so we we pulled it back enough to to be okay like in some some spots the, the sheet metal had torn i was able to weld it back together um we banged the fender most of the way back out and by the end we only had like three degrees of camera instead of 10 and we said good enough send good enough. it enough yeah and so we put it back together. Um, also to fix the rear brake problem, it was essentially there's stuck caliper in the right left rear brake. One of the pistons was stuck. It was impossible to get or replace easily. It was going to be like $1,200 for the caliper. So we just capped off that one line on that one caliper. So we still had five and a half working calipers at this point. And we said that is adequate. <laughs> Another, well, good enough. Yep. Sufficient. Good enough. Uh, we we also promised ourselves at the next race to be incredibly conservative drivers and make sure that we did not use the brakes enough to overheat them, including did we put the block of wood on the gas before the first race? Or yes, yes. Before the first race, I put a block of wood zip tied to the back side of the gas pedal. So this picture. No yeah, one I'll, could I'll get too exuberant with the gas pedal except <laughs> yeah. in the last show or the last two shows i admitted to overdriving the rolls yes a little but, well it would I, have been I, worse if you had the full travel of the i mean i sure yes yes and in an era of five dollar gasoline there it is okay ignore <laughs> that horrible bit on the today show ignore your local newscaster you want to save gas zip tie a block of wood to the back side <laughs> of your throttle worked great we are. we're here for you yeah. <laughs> there's yep. a great shot of the brake pedal too yep that that With brake the... pedal was just gorgeous and uh, just for those of you who are watching on youtube this looks rusty you couldn't penetrate this steel with a freaking 45 pistol the, the only <laughs> rust it had was the the floor right under the driver's feet had yeah, some yeah. rust in it this little so piece, we we yeah, put a piece little... of actually it was a piece of the roof from the truck that became the boat and we stuck that over then painted it brown called it yeah good. um so then we went to new hampshire for the next race yeah. was that the next race it was the next race that, that we did with that car sure sure yep yeah. i'm just i wasn't and sure if it was for that race um our theme was a special one <laughs> that was the time our theme was an idea Jeff had that he was very passionate about. 
This I didn't co- remember that this was the theme, but oh, I'm yeah. glad you remembered this. This is the Coalition of Alternate Breakfast Beats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this I, can I do two sentences on this? I know we're talking please, about the roles. Please give give the theory idea behind because, this. Okay. okay. And <laughs> the execution, too. The, the execution was excellent. Oh, we didn't Bye, Soggy. Thanks for listening. Yeah. You did never find a picture of uh, us with the signs, did you? Oh, I'll I, find one. Hang on. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, while Chris looks, he, you can share while I talk. So on Give the Lemons in my forums, photos app. on the Lemons forums, every time somebody would talk about something, this is back when forums was the way we communicated. Yep, absolutely. Um, every time somebody brought something up, somebody would bring up bacon. Somebody would be like, oh, you know, what's a good bribe for the judges? Whoa, bacon. Uh, so I'm going to be cooking. I'm going to be, uh, having my friends over to cage. What should I cook for lunch? Bacon. Uh, just everything was about bacon. So I, I, I basically told the whole team that we're going to do the coalition of alternate breakfast meat. We're going to have a car that's going to be about scrapple. We're going to have a car that's about, um, about sausage. Pork we're going to have a car that's about pork roll slash spam. We're going to have all this. And then the Rolls Royce was full English breakfast with beans and toast. <laughs> Look at Bruce. I don't he know why. Like I have no idea why. So here's a picture. Chrissy's an Amish girl holding a which a is a scramble. legit Amish costume that I still have and I still wear on Halloween. Jeff is also an Amish, Amish man. He's holding a sign that says "Scrapple the other gray meat" because we were protesters. That's what it was. We were protesting. We're protesting the yep. single pork product. So random. Yep. And then Bruce looked very Amish, like way Amish. He does. Greg is there wearing, he's got a pork roll t-shirt and his sign says Jesus hearts alternative breakfast meats. Uh, And Darren. (laughs) Darren's wearing a Guy Fox. Guy Fox. Yep. And he's got down with the baconocracy. But the best part is, is for the like weeks before the race, we would just go and anytime anyone on the forum mentioned bacon, we would turn the conversation to another breakfast meat we so made so much meat oh, 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 give get... piece of sausage a chance this is fantastic jim's dressed like a hippie look at his hippie outfit there. He's got like a, a big peace sign yep yep look if, on the very corner is dan wearing the little kid the other uh, amish i have which two amish kids my mom made both of them and one was yep. for my sister when she was little and i could still wear the other one and she, he's wearing the little girl yep. dress That's so, so so this we is would the just... origin of a damn fine tradition because i have not been to a three puddle mafia hosted event since where we have not had spam yeah, well, spam. and well, I started with before, for our first started, race yeah. because our so this is why we spam. still have pork roll and yeah. scrapple and all those things occasionally. <laughs> we were so annoying at some point. We, I'm sorry, we, <laughs> you, me, you. I was so annoying. Somebody tackled me and shoved bacon down my throat. I think I like, remember that was like bad hard. Like, somebody it? grabbed me. Threw me it, down and said, "You'll eat the bacon," and shoved it in my mouth. Wasn't the this the race? Meeting. Yes, that one. At the driver's oh, meeting, yes. you held up. Does anybody the, have any questions? Does yeah. anybody have any other questions? I, I stood Always. in the back whole, the whole entire time, silently holding up the sign that said <gasps> "Down with the Baconocracy" or one of the signs. I don't remember which one. I still think it's in my garage. Actually, the yeah. "Down with the Baconocracy" one, because that comes and- in handy. Yeah. It's good though. It's, yeah. And then I so so they said any questions and I said 
when are you finally going to uh i don't remember exactly what it was something the single pork product future like when, when are we going to overthrow the... the single pork product government i'm sure i'm sure, exactly I'm sure you said. stood for the 20 minutes that the guy's talking oh, make sure you up, yellow right <laughs> yellow yellow flags do this make sure you're going this way around the, the thing um yes and jeff's trying to come up with uh, oh he's gonna stay oh shoot that's uh yeah so that, that's that's quite a bit later that's when we sold it but um, we, we also got yelled at because we had the <laughs> yellow sign that had a strip of bacon on it with like a, the cross out no symbol. All right, that was on the boat. Yeah, it was on the boat and it was yellow and people kept going. I saw the fucking flag and I thought it was a yellow flag and I slowed down. So I said, oh, oh we'll, we'll take that off we now. Could, yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, we learned our lessons on that one. We don't have New yellow Hampshire, flags. It actually it ran great, great as long as you only touch the brakes once per lap. If you touch them twice per lap, they would overheat every time. We would go around but with I only the touch uh, them twice. Well, oh, exactly. Totes. Oh, absolutely. You, you, you knew that. Brush them twice. You couldn't hit them twice. So yes. yeah. So you had to slow with the tires a little bit. You had to slow with the gears a little bit. You just had to take it easy a little bit. But again, we ran on on the right side of the track the whole time. Uh, Phil even mounted a camera on the bumper. Because A, the ride was so smooth. B, every car passed it. So that was always great. And there's a wonderful picture of the rolls dicing it up with an E30 and Who do you Escort think is driving? Uh, I don't know. So that, that it's a, might, I it's think a black you. helmet. That might be I think me. that's Chrissy. Well, it makes no, sense. No, it's nope, Chrissy. Yeah, you're yeah. so Yeah. Um, it yeah, makes sense dice, if it was me because I was driving. Dice it up with other cars. And, and that was actually the the... the picture we used uh, when we sold it and bring a trailer later of and that one everyone loves that picture. <laughs> That's a great um, picture so at the end we ran all weekend we didn't really have any significant problems we, we ioe would pull, we, we would pull it in and when somebody pushed the brakes too much they'd be like over here the brakes gotta come in <clears throat> we would come in and then we would all like surround the car and like splash the wheel hubs with water we'd spray yep. it, we'd but spray we would it, use yeah. the pyrometer and we'd be go 400 400 400 100 what oh that's the one that's broken that's, that's the one that's, that's, that's really capped working. got it yes but we would do that more often just because we would forget yeah oh well yep anyway yep. so we won the ioe yep yeah. celebrations yep. and then we sold it and to sell it we cut the door bars off of the cage we put the stock seats back in so it was usable um at some point in this whole, actually back in the day when we were still fixing it, I did drive it to work more than once to see how it would go. That was fun. <laughs> uh, Chrissy and I took it out for cheesesteaks once after when we were ready to sell it. Then I took a bunch of glamour shots. I wrote a very uh, forthright and somewhat snarky ad for bring a trailer when bring a trailer was cool. What we when they were cool. Facts. This is when they were just starting to let people list a classified on Bring a Trailer. That's how long ago this was. And so I listed the roles and a classified on Bring a Trailer. <clears throat> and um it ended up selling shortly after to a gentleman who was visiting from California. Uh he and his wife were from California. His they were staying with his wife's parents in a very fancy neighborhood near us. And he wanted to buy this for his dad. His dad was in his 70s. He was a blue collar working class guy, lived out in like Ohio, I think. 
and he wanted to give this to his dad so he, his dad and his buddies could drive a Rolls Royce out for for go to breakfast and stuff. He thought that would be so funny for his dad to do. And we said, that sounds great. So he, he paid me. I dropped it off at his in-laws house. They were appalled at this Rolls Royce that showed up at their house. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a, you know, we tell them it's a Rolls Royce. Like, oh, okay. But then they see it and like, well, I don't know about this. Uh, so uh, no Rolls anyway, Royce I ever seen. the car, the car was gone until Four years later, I think. This is amazing. I am still amazed at this part of the story. We get a random message, I think, on the 3 p.m. Facebook. And it's mm-hmm. from uh, I what I think was it a, a mechanic on a Native American reservation somewhere in the Midwest who had the car <laughs> and it found <laughs> us. He was working on it for somebody. And he wanted to know if we had modified the fuel system at all. He had problems with it. Right. Yep. And so I said, I told him exactly what we had done, but that no, the fuel system was stock and we had never done anything. So, yep, here is the, uh, he have, this is a bring a trailer exclusive, December 18th, 2013. And oh boy. Oh, if you keep scrolling, can you see the um, comments? I did, don't this- read, don't read them. There was, there was, yeah, but this eventually we'll, we'll put a link. We'll, we'll have a link to it in yeah. our uh, show notes. The this listing came in second in the voting for bring a trailer car of the year that year. So it was fun. And then but, they would not accept several years later. Cars. The Citroen. The Citroen. Yeah, but the best best part is when they did the ad, they just did wrote. They just copied my copy. They said, well. Oh, this is this seller sense. wrote this up really, really well. So we're just going to use their words. And they did. Uh, they just copied my entire email into the thing. And that was it. I thought it was more comments. Not that many. 131 is a lot of comments back then. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, anyway that was fantastic. The Absolutely. Let's uh, let's wrap this up. Anything you want to say? to finish the entire Rolls Royce story, the Roy Carver incident. I do have one thing I'll, for a long time. I wanted a Bentley turbo R like Ooh, you know, the, yeah. the, the early yeah. mid to mid nineties ones. Right. Those were cool. And then I had this <laughs> and I no longer <laughs> want a Bentley turbo R. <laughs> Because it's almost the same car, just with a turbocharger and a nicer interior. Yeah. Uh, I'll say one thing, and then we can wrap this puppy up, unless Mental and Christy got something to say. I was watching some <coughs> random, I think it was like, 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 um, like, what's that stupid gas monkey garage show? And they got a Rolls Royce. And all of a sudden they're going like, I don't understand how this this stupid hydraulic system works. And why are the wheels such a weird offset with such a weird bolt pattern? And I was like, you freaking idiots. Don't you know anything about rolls? Uh, Call them up. No. Yeah. Yeah. They dealt with every time I see like a Hoovies garage or Jake and he gets a Rolls Royce. I'm like. That's a mistake, and they start doing all the same things we did. Or when Dean got one to drive in the yes. Lemons Rally. <laughs> yes, Dean, we're calling you out. Fantastic. Oh, that was a great choice. Which he, oh, no. he also I was saying, don't do that. That's Sorry, that was, don't. Bad idea. Rolls Royce, great idea. Oh, yeah, yeah. For someone else. We're done. We've, Glad we, we did, did it. it. Glad, Glad we, we did, did it. it. 
done, mm-hmm, not again. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah, it was ponderous. To say no, and this is why it's funny when you have all the people that are uh, on Lemon's Facebook and say, oh, somebody should do a Rolls Royce. Wouldn't that be so cool? We're Man, like, boom, yeah, send don't. a picture, done. Don't, don't do it. Yeah. We don't even have to send it, people will do. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously been a couple more. And of course, the 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 one with the, the, the Viper powered. motor. Yeah, Viper um, powered. yeah, they struggled plenty. And and that was the other option is take everything out, gut it, hat, make it a hat car, put it on something else, which is a ton of work. So, yeah, they tried. They, Especially because the engine was the, like, the best part of that car, actually. It was a good yeah, engine. That was a good engine. All right. Are we ready to wrap this thing We're, up yeah. around the horn? Do it. Here it is around the horn. I'm wearing my 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 Red Bull sweatshirt. Just announced, I think yesterday, Kevin Magnuson is in at Haas replacing Nikita Mazaspin. Yes, I said that his name is Mazaspin. <laughs> uh, are Who you has, excited? He, he no, has ahead. more more spins than starts in F1. Really? I did yes. not know that. Is that um, real? Yeah. Yeah. So, of course, this is on the backlash of, of Russia-Ukraine thing. My question is, uh, for, according to what we're hearing about testing, Haas has a pretty decent car, probably not dead last, but finished this year. Does this change matter? Does Haas actually care about politics? Is this just a good excuse to get rid of the worst driver in the entire field that has zero hope, get him out of a bad contract? What's the deal? Give us your thoughts. We'll start with mental. Why does it have to be either or? Why can't it be both? Haas is a good team. They're just completely underfunded. And they're like, oh, here's a chance for us to do the right thing and get rid of the worst driver in there. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to wrap this up with, hey, FIA, I know you're listening. Approve (laughs) the Andretti proposal. Mm. That's just what? Remind me. Andretti uh, wants to start in 11. Michael Andretti has oh. funding. He has the capability. Oh, He's oh. got the team. And get it, Formula One is a different realm than what they're used to running with. And the Andretti team, despite their vast resources and capabilities, they will struggle. But that gives you two American teams that plays on your big appeal, which is not going to grow this year with what by all a stretch of imagination is going to, or not by, by all accounts is going to be a somewhat not surprising season of drive to survive. So you've got this huge American market where we want to be fans, but the Andretti's in everybody, everybody loves the Andretti's everybody. The world loves the Andretti's. Mm -hmm. All right, Chrissy, I know you have a, feeling on this i do i'm i am not sad to see maze pan maze spin go um <laughs> especially because i think the world just feels bad for him i i think i read a, an article um closer to the end of the season last year and it, it was um most people do really poorly and then they leave halfway they leave you know like they're like this is, we're not getting any better now we should probably just go um he is not doing that and didn't do that so i think this is a fine way to exit like i think it's everybody's probably pretty happy about it um i also think that kevin is what one of a few that has his license and is available to go onto this team so basically if you've got how what can the driver pool be of drivers that are actually up and ready to go and are just sitting in their gym because they just finished a six hour workout and are at the top of their game, ready to jump into a car. There are five of them. Pick one. Kevin's probably good enough. Take him. So 
I don't I don't know. I, I don't know what the politics are. I think you're you you're dealing with limited. Uh, they're probably pretty happy to get rid of one. And you've got a couple to pick from. Pick the best. I, I think they originally announced it was going to be Pietro Fittipaldi. Yeah. Another great which, racing name. Yeah. Why didn't he come in? He, I think, is in for the testing. But then they just announced that Kevin so, is in for the full season. So Magnuson must have uh, a sponsor. That's my guess. Or Fittipaldi said, if I'm coming to Formula One, I'm going to do it with a team that has a better chance. Uh, maybe. But, but getting a seat and getting seat time, getting your name out there. If he brought, he's start bringing house cars. If he's that good and starts bringing cars up in mid pack because he's that good. I would think that he would be able to get into next, the next time, you know, that's yeah. a seat's open. Uh, Hulkenberg, Giovinazzi, um, uh, uh, Roman Grosjean, all of these people were also discussed. Yeah. But they're all also racing in other series series now. Yeah. So I don't know that can they just jump a series and be like, oh, F1's calling. Got to go. Right. Like well, they signed P on. Pietro Fittipaldi, he's 26. He's not like he's a fresh faced young driver. Like he's mm. had his opportunity. He's not necessarily making it. I mean, he's probably realized his position in the world. And, and okay. you know, yeah. that's that's OK. Interesting. <clears throat> I agree right, with Mental. I think I think this is primarily, though, a way for Haas to get out of what they uh, had uh, realized was just not a good deal. They got into the deal with Ural Kalai and with, with, with Papa Mazepan. And, you know, he had a lot of control, I think a, more influence more on the team than, than they, they wanted. wanted. They didn't, you know, obviously Mazepin is the worst driver in the field. So they know that there, there is no one that we're going to get. that's going to be worse than that. I think this is a great. <laughs> I mean, if they called you tomorrow, I don't know that how that right I'm, I'm probably worse you right? are but, probably worse i don't have a super license either so <laughs> anybody with a super license or that can get one by that point is going to be better than may spin i and would i would show a picture that rolls going through it at New Hampshire. <laughs> yeah right here's my I super think, license yeah. losers i think colton herta was the one driver that they really talked about but does not have a super license yeah. that's the andretti driver yep I, I think they talked about him for Haas also, but they said he does not have and, a license. And, and Andretti has said he's asked Gene Haas like a half dozen times to buy the team and Gene Haas won't sell it to him. No, no. So, no I think this is fantastic. I like Kevin Magnuson. I would have liked to seen Hulkenberg too, but Mazepin was a joke. And I think it was hurting the Haas brand to have that name that did not bring anything but, oh, they're only paying Haas to get their driver in, to get their son in mm -hmm. like with no motorsports. I mean, I, I, yeah, the no motorsports really thing other than I want my son to drive. Yeah. Also, he crashed how many cars and most people are like, oh my God, that's another million dollars. But dad, dad, just buy me another car. Oh, this one's a little slow. Can you just give me a new chassis? Like that happened. And they're not, they're already at the end of the field. So, just pay more. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, he I don't was think the the definition of what gives pay drivers a bad name. <laughs> Where Facts. like a lot of his a lot of his career, Checo has been kind of a pay driver with his big sponsors that he brings in, but Checo is a Fox, pretty right? pretty good driver, right? Um, you know, obviously Stroll, his dad bought an entire race team and a car company to get him a seat, but 
Lance Stroll is a definitely better driver than and had a motorsports resume way before. I mean, yeah, doesn't he own most sport now? Probably. Who knows? Yeah. But well, and I would offer you like your Checo example though, because then this is the the reality of the economics of racing is it's not always about winning. It's about what are you bringing to the team? And Checo is as a dynamic personality. He's got good community relations. People like to be associated with him. Sponsors and teams alike. You know, somebody, and I think it might be the Formula One champion, said, Checo's a legend. He was, though. If only Max would take a lesson from Checo on how Ooh, to drive not properly. Wrong. You, not absolutely. Wrong. Or how to dress, just saying. <laughs> I don't know what Checo dresses like. I'll check it out. No, All no, right. no, no. What does Hamilton dress like? That's true. Oh, yeah, he's fabulous, though. <laughs> he's fabulous. Oh. All right. Do we have any idea what we're doing next week? Thank you for we coming have... to everyone uh, F1. Appreciate yeah, it. everyone F1, which that's our new podcast. We start that one next <gasps> Tuesday. Oh, what? I'm kidding. All right. Uh, uh, we're having Jake Fuse. I hope I am pronouncing that right. He is from Out Motorsports, which is the premier automotive community for the uh for and by LGBTQ+. I know I'm goofing that up. Please don't flame me. Uh, it's for car enthusiasts and motorsports competitors. Now, mission aside, these are true gearheads. On their website, on Out Motorsports right now, linked in our show notes, is a review of the 2022 Corvette in California with the Targa, an article article on autocrossing 101 and a take on ice racing. So I'm generally looking forward to getting another gearhead on here and talking about car stuff. We've been wanting to make this one happen for a while, so we're looking forward to it. Yeah, uh, I we are looking at some EVs, and he had some fantastic stuff with the new Hyundai Ioniq and the few other ones. So yeah, just absolutely. Free those. So anyway, I think that's where we're at. Thank you for downloading us. We hope you enjoyed this week's edition of Everyone Racers. We also hope you'll join us in the world of driving, racing, and building because everyone can be a racer, even you. If you enjoyed this podcast, subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, smash the like button, all that good stuff. Talk to us down there in the doodly-doo. We want to see your comments. Uh, if you have any show ideas or comments, you can drop it on our Facebook page, Everyone Racers, or email us at everyone.racers at gmail.com. You can still text Metzl, 484-243-0455. Instagram or Twitter, everyone.racers, YouTube, Facebook, Everyone Racers, Reddit, slash E1R. We got more plugs than the Rolls Royce itself. And now we're on Snapchat. We're on Snapchat? Who knew? We're on Snapchat. All right. Are we 16? Yeah. No, (laughs) we're on TikTok. We're 14. Thanks again. And until next week, keep the shiny side up. Unless it's that gosh dang Rolls Royce. And then there is no shiny side. Just keep those hydraulics. I don't know. It was pretty shiny. It was. I buffed it, actually. Oh, you buffed it. All right. (laughs)